In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. Uh, so today's gospel reading uh, can be kind of frightening uh, to Orthodox Christians. Uh, many scholars and church fathers interpret this parable to be a criticism of the Pharisees and the Sadducees uh, that were surrounding Christ at the time leading up to his crucifixion. Uh, but many church fathers use this parable as a way to relate to us how the passions overtake us uh, through creating earthly desires. But today, for me, and for this sermon, this parable is going to be about one thing, excuses. You see, my friends, excuses are a lot like armpits. Everyone has a couple, and they usually stink. And let's talk about what I could possibly mean when I say when I'm talking about excuses. Excuses get the better of us. My excuses con me out of spiritual development, out of love and growth in Christ. And we hear about this in the parables. First, the, uh, the Lord tells a man today, tells us about a man who decided to throw a party. And the people who he invited wanted to go to the party and all, but you know, they just had this thing and called an excuse that kept them away from inheriting eternal life. I mean, from the man's banquet. The first guy had the excuse that he had a field and that he needed to go to attend to it. And another purchased five oxen and needed to see them. And, and the last one used his wife as an excuse not to attend. Now, these are probably realities that these people have to deal with, but there is no excuse worth it to come in between me and God. Here's the thing about excuses and all of these excuses, what they have in common. All of these excuses are foolish. The church fathers remind us ad nauseum of the incredible riches that await us in Christ's great banquet. Uh, the monastics say that if everyone knew what it took to be a monk, no one would do it. But if everyone knew what was waiting for them in heaven when they became a monk, everyone would do it. And the banquet is made available to us every Sunday. Come rain or shine, we await eternal life, divine peace, unconditional love. But the minute that the McDonald's brings back the McRib, I drop everything, my fast and everything to go and get one. And I lose out on the kingdom because of my excuse that has convinced me that I don't need the kingdom of God. And how stupid is this? Well, I'll tell you. You may be thinking, Rob, that couldn't possibly be me. I don't make excuses for anything. Well, I'm here to tell you a story. A friend of mine in Raleigh fell on hard times. He was living in a tent in the woods for nearly a year. He had no family, no home, no job. And it may go without saying, but this man was sick. His name is Aaron. And one night, he fell asleep with his camp stove still too hot, and his tent caught fire, and, and everything was fine, he was unharmed, except until it started to rain. And once it rained, it, it flooded everything in his tent and everything he owned. And he called me and he asked for help, and we, uh, I took him to a 12-step recovery meeting uh, where the man admitted that he was sick and tired of being homeless, 
of being addicted, of having no one and having nothing. And everyone at the, at the meeting, about a about hundred people, were all there begging him to come let them help him. And it was decided that we could get him into a treatment facility that very night. And he could live in this treatment facility for about 11 months until he got back on his feet. And I have never seen such humility in that man as I did that night when he accepted everyone's help, when he accepted the invitation to a great banquet. So after the meeting, I dropped him off at the treatment center and they welcomed him with open arms. They told him, come in, come right in. We are so glad you are here. We are beyond excited to help you. Come, get warm and dry. And with tears, Aaron looked at me and said, thank you. He walked into the cafeteria and got something to eat. And I fell asleep that night with this great, wonderful high knowing that the gates of heaven had been opened to this man. And when I woke up in the next morning, I called the center to see how Aaron was doing. And they told me that shortly after he got checked in, he left. And they hadn't seen him since. So I called him. I asked, Aaron, what happened, man? Like, why'd you leave the center? To which he replied, well, you know, I had to get my stuff. I have my, my tent and my camp stove. I, I needed those. And they told me that I can't have my cell phone. You know, I need to get my cell phone. And I thought that was stupid, so I left. And I said, Aaron, all your stuff was flooded in the rainstorm. You burned down your tent. Nothing you have is worth keeping. Why would you leave? Why wouldn't you go back where it's warm and dry and you can be fed? And after a long silence, his excuses ran out. Rob, they can't help me. They don't know what I've been through. I don't need their help, and I don't need yours. I'm going to be fine. Thanks, but no thanks. I never heard from Aaron again, and if he's listening, I hope that he hears that I'm praying for him and that there are still so many people that want to help him. See, this passage in the Gospel today teaches me a very valuable lesson, and it's about the church, and Aaron's story echoes that. Christ has made ready paradise for us. Christ has made ready paradise for us. The entirety of his kingdom in heaven and on earth is being offered to us whenever we want. And all we have to do is show up and do the work. But being the miserable sinner I am, I always seem to come up with some kind of excuse not to take the Lord up on his offer. I've heard it said that God doesn't put anyone in hell that doesn't want to be there already. Well, my excuses will make me believe that I would rather be in hell than with the Lord our God. And it scares me to think that somehow I could convince myself to leave the party that God is throwing for all mankind. The party that we are celebrating in the Divine Eucharist right now. The Gospel today reminds me that there is no field, no team of oxen, no tent, no camp stove. There is nothing on earth that is valuable enough to miss out on God's heavenly kingdom. How we end up in these places, perhaps it's a trick of the devil, perhaps it's our pride and our ego that make us think otherwise regardless. The good news 
Is that the only thing keeping me out of the kingdom of God? Is my excuses. May we find any excuse to seek first the kingdom of God, right now and forever, and to the ages of ages. Amen.